Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7, and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck, and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode 16 of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. I am officially back after our big wedding. It was literally the best day. We had a ball and we loved sharing the day with our family and friends. It literally meant the world to us. And there's nothing better than getting married. Um, I think it's just so beautiful to make that declaration in front of all the people that you love. So we had a fabulous day, but back to work now. And I thought I'd bring on a beautiful guest onto the podcast, Dan from Be Nourished Byron Bay. He's a holistic chef, a health coach, and is also very passionate about gut health and mental illness. In this episode, Dan shares his battle with chronic fatigue. He also talks about how stress has impacted his life, how he's found balance again, and how food is truly our medicine in life. Hope you enjoy this episode. Have a beautiful week. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the podcast of Too Blessed to Be Stressed. Oh, thank you so much, Caroline. I'm stoked to be here. Um, and I guess we'll start off with you telling us a little bit about your business and a little bit about yourself and how you started the business and what brought you to this point. Yep, excellent. So my, my business is Be Nourished Byron Bay. Um, I'm an international chef and I run a global wellness business uh, focusing on food as medicine, as, uh, also as a holistic chef as well. So I run health retreats here on the Northern Rivers but also uh, globally as well. And it's a real strong focus on, on gut health and Ayurvedics. Um, so it goes quite in quite detail, but I work in sustainability in the region as well. So I work with like Love Food, Hate Waste campaign, the five shires here as well. So sourcing things from the markets, uh, connecting them with the schools as well. I run a, um, a meditation circle with a focus on mindfulness of breath, and I include that in my retreats as well. I'm a mental health advocator and run weekly men's groups and cooking lessons as well. I teach at TAFE, which I've been doing for about 10 years, running youth at risk programs, um, young mothers programs, and a few other little hats that I wear as well. Amazing. And if you wouldn't mind just sharing your story and how your illness came about and how stress was a big part of your illness or that you believe was a big part of it. Yeah, definitely. So I, uh, about three and a half years ago, uh, I had a breakdown of a, of a marriage and we had two kids that were quite young at the time. They're, they're four and six now. So I was, um, 
just I, I got chronic fatigue. My body shut down. So I, I look back now and I relate that to, to stress and um, yeah, just the the children and the you know not knowing what to do from there. And I basically just was in bed. I could not move. My body had shut down. And I'm a guy who's active, um, you know, always exercising, uh, always moving, and and I couldn't move. So I went to the the doctor and. Well, the doctor said, "Look, you you, you look depressed. Uh, here's some here's some medication. Take some tablets." And I'm, it didn't sound right. Um, and I went and seen another doctor, and he said to me, uh, "You need to exercise." And it was like a, a joke. It was like the first time I'd laughed in a while. I'm like, "Buddy, I can't even move, let alone get to the top of the street." Like I struggled to get up to the doctors. Um, but I that one that one clicked. So I listened to that, and um, from that I just started exercising. And once I started exercising, it was tough like the first four weeks my body was in pain and it wasn't used to doing it again so I was just sweating out toxins daily and I went to the gym I got a program and it's like starting at the, the the base again I was watching everyone else you know moving and lifting heavy things and I was just just struggling to even do a sit-up or push-up and it just like the shackles kind of broke off slowly and before I knew it was doing 5Ks, you know, four weeks later, 5Ks a week and then I was doing 5Ks every second day and then it continued on. So it's like a growth from there. So my little seed was planted and from that, from that, I guess, illness was kind of like that's the worst, you know, it'd been for me and I had to get out there. I had to also get out there mentally as well. So um, I had to reach out to people. I had to. I went to men's groups. Um, I was doing meditation. I went to meditation classes as well, and um, just getting out in the ocean, doing yoga, and I kind of made that a bit of a, a lifestyle. Yeah, and that's amazing. And I think people like yourself and myself who have been in that chronic um, state of pain and not being able to do things like exercise, which we both, I think, enjoy very much, um, it's yeah. really difficult to explain that to people when your body just shuts down, you're in bed, you literally can't do anything because your body won't allow you to do that. Um, so yeah. I think there should be more awareness when it comes to chronic illness because I think it's really hard to recognise it sometimes and um it's important to recognize it for those people that are suffering with it so so much and and another thing i look back at is the power of the mind so if we tell ourselves where we're sick we end up being sick there's no doubt about it you know i even remember being a child and you'd say to your mom i'm sick and before you know it you you're actually feeling sick you make yourself sick so just being the positive mindset um pretty much of an optimist as well so um, kicking that back in and doing affirmations and breath work and, and just mixing it up a little bit as well. And I guess food's a big part of that journey too. Yeah, totally. And so I know you've touched a little bit on this now, but what did you do to feel better and how did food influence your health and help you get better? And the big question is what is your experience and the link between gut, stress and food and health in general? I think I might have lost it there for one sec, but... Um, so what did I do to get better was to exercise daily and the endorphins started kicking in. Uh, my dog really helped actually, um, just having Aww. a companion there as well and walking that dog again and just knowing that, you know, the dog was going through it as well. So I had to get out there and about. Uh, grounding, uh, I live in Byron Bay and you know, Paradise. So walking outside, just taking the shoes off, lying in the sun, 
um, getting to the beach, just like walks to the beach and food. So food is our medicine. Food is a healing thing. And that's what I use, you know, my healing hands. So here everything's uh, local, everything, all the food that I source is, is locally organic. So I know where it's grown. So it's grown in high vibrations. It's organic. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's nourishing food. So being able to go back to basics and create really simple nourishing food. And that's where the, the gut health kind of linked in. So if we're under stress and, and especially if we're in, um, you know, a situation like that breakdown, I also lost my father um, last year as well. And that also contributed to that, that stress. But um, I'd already been working on, on that by that stage. So it, it hit me, but it, I wasn't like back down to the, the ground again. But I noticed that when that was occurring, it's like you forget to feed yourself and you forget little things um, that you need to do because you're, you're overwhelmed or stressed. So I brought it back to if I'm packing my kids' lunches for the day, I need to pack my own lunch for the day. So I need to fuel myself first before I feed the kids. So being really uh, mindful of that and increasing things like my fibre intake, um, my magnesium, for instance, um, keeping up my vitamins as well and looking for plant food. So I converted to plant food about three and about three years ago, and also I removed uh, alcohol and, and coffee at the time, the stimulants, and um, it just made a huge, huge difference in my life. And I'd wake up in the morning. I used to wake up in the morning without a coffee, and I'm like, oh, I had a coffee hangover, like I needed one. And now it's just like it's not there. It's non-existent as well. So I'm, I'm waking up fresh. I'm vibrant. Um, I'm about to turn forty, and I feel about twenty-five. Um, and I've got my diet under underway as well. So I did have some allergies when I was younger, and um, through through working through that for my diet, I've been able to eliminate all that as well. So I've been able to use that in my um, in my business as well, and then help other people heal other people through food as well. Amazing! And I haven't been able to give up coffee, so you've got one on me. <laughs> but um, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that you touched on magnesium because I feel like that's such a hidden gem and so many of us are so depleted in it and it's so important on so many levels. Um, so I am yeah. glad that you touched on that. And um, I guess what are your strategies to manage your own stress and what's the advice that you give to all the people that attend your retreats and your workshops? Definitely, definitely. So my retreat's not only just about the food, uh, it's about working in with everyone's allergies, intolerances as well, and a holistic approach as well. So um, we take our time to, to eat the food as well, you know, explain where the food's come from, from the whole journey as well, and then they sit down and eat that food. And it's nourishing, it's, it's gut healing, so there's things like probiotic, uh, prebiotics, so the things you have before the probiotic, like your carrots, your broccoli, your cauliflower and a whole range of food so we live in a rainbow region here so literally have you know all colors of the rainbow in the food so i'm introducing that into their diet uh things like you know probiotics um uh, fermentations um kimchi um you know making our own yogurts as well and then we we're doing meditation with them so that they can actually have that time because if you're in the city and you're working 10 12 hour days and then you're on the train you're not getting time to just be just to be grounded so spending some time in nature as well spending some time enjoying their food doing some yoga practice a bit of mindfulness as well and a bit of gut healing so they can walk away and have a bit of knowledge as well um, a few recipes and then they can kind of go from there and take on that health coaching um, you know and and actually actually have something to take away so it's quite quite amazing awesome and 
You are so, so busy. I watch your Instagram all the time. <laughs> so many things going on, which is amazing. But how yeah. do you maintain balance in your life? That's a really good question. Um, so I've got my, my kids, that, so one's at, um, in year one and one's at uh, preschool and I drive from one end of, of town for, for the kids. But what I, what I tend to do is um, I teach at TAFE as well. So I you know, lock in my days. Uh, I make sure my time with my kids is my time with my kids. So no time on the phone, um, no meetings with the kids and I give them that nourishment that they need and then I get that back as well. So I do have time. When I, you know, when I'm just out playing with the kids, and that, that's that's my time as well. So, also uh, exercise. So, be able to wake up in the morning, um, going to the gym, going for a run, or walking the dog, and at least spending 20 minutes a day. I do meditation um, daily as well. So, some people for meditation around here, they they like to surf or they might like to garden. It's all mindfulness, slowing down, basically being really in tune with what we're doing. So. We're in the city and we wake up and we have breakfast and then we dress ourselves and then we go to work. We probably haven't really thought about any of that. So if we're able to, you know, incorporate, you know, five, ten minutes of meditation or a run, slows down the adrenals, it brings you back down in balance and then you're a bit more aware of what you're doing. So, you know, here again, Byron Bay, I'm out in the sun, surfing, um, networking with my community. I run a little meditation group here once a week. Um, I connect in with uh, Indigenous programs and, and men's workshops as well. So I'm giving, but I'm also receiving that back. Um, and then, you know, my little holidays in, in between that as well. So it, it works for me. Um, and the fact that I live here in paradise, every day I open up the door, it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful out here. Um, sun shining, the beach is close by. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, and I actually, I mentioned to you earlier, I went to Byron Bay for the first time last year and it was so amazing. I've never had like a trip for that really like three days and I literally came back to Melbourne and I was so relaxed. Like it's just a different vibe mm. there than it is in Melbourne, for example, where everything is a little bit hectic oh. sometimes and it's really hard to That's slow so down. True. So true. I went down and um, catered for the tennis uh, this year uh, with Going Gourmet. So my friend has a catering business um, down there as well. So we did the tennis. We did uh, all the VIPs and uh, Roger Federer and a few other names and Channel 9, Channel 10. And we were doing like 10 to 16 hour days and just reminded me how busy a city can get, um, you know, if you're in the top of your profession as well. And also to find time to get balanced. So went down to the Morning Peninsula, went in the hot springs and kind of made up for it. But um, in that city, you know, you're going from like home in a, in a building to another building in the city. So, uh, you know, it can feel dark, crowded if you're on public transport. You're not getting that, that time of your community. Yeah. Um, so finding, you know, the chance to join a group, like join a tennis group or soccer or yoga or running or do something it really helps if you do it in a group as well. And if you're, if you're in a you know, sportive relationship as well, like giving each other time to go and do that because then if you're looking after yourselves then you can you can give to each other a lot better as well so i find with my my absolutely well. and it so. just that mental state by exercising with other people like it just creates a sense of belonging and i think it's so much better to exercise with others rather than just doing it yourself and being in your own little world <laughs> definitely definitely and there's that, that companionship and uh, be a bit more challenged as well. Um, things like we used to do like the Spartans and 
Tough Mudders and, and things like that. And I just felt a bit more of, uh, you know, a group like we've actually achieved something together other than just, just me achieving something. So, yeah, that, that's a business as well. It's about networking um, like this, you know, this podcast as well. It's so awesome to be on it and um, we're networking and, and the community's growing here as well. So we're always including new people. I use like a lot of local products, um, things like Evermites, uh, local, um, uh, like a local Vegemite that's from the air as well or could be nib and brown rice so i'm speaking to the farmers you know make sure it's locally sourced and then we can promote their product and work all together and collaborate awesome and lastly dan where can people find you how can people reach out to you if they want to come up to byron yep so um so my business being irish byron bay um is a um, as a global global business, but I write most of our treats uh, for this year are in Byron Bay. So you can reach me on my Instagram page where I'm very active, or you can find me on Facebook as well. You'll see I'm seeing doing things like um, yeah, three day retreats and and five day retreats where they'll get gut healing, meditation, cooking lessons as well. I do plant based cooking lessons, like one day lessons as well, and a lot of um, a lot of work in the community up here in Byron Bay from cooking at preschools to, you know, celebrity things at the farmer's markets as well. So, yeah, follow me on uh, Instagram. That's the best way to find me. I'm, I'm very active and I'll, I'll reply as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Really appreciate it. And hopefully we'll be able to catch up. That would be amazing. I'll have to come up to Byron to do one of your retreats. That would be, that'd be amazing. Yeah, spread the word. And, and with the retreats, it's for anyone. So. Uh, anyone that just might want some time out, you might want to learn about a few different recipes as well. So give you hands-on experience, um, learning about you know how how you, the gut um, gut bacteria or gut microbiome. Um, I link in with nutritionists here as well, so um, we can give you the whole breakdown as well. So it, it's quite incredible. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Dan. And remember, everyone, life is for living, not for stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at knowingherwellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.